Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen out there in the world? It's Friday, June 8th. Good thing I didn't say uh, January this time, huh? June 8th, 2018. How are y'all doing out there this morning? Y'all doing good? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Uh, today, we got a lot on the show, man. Um, I wasn't even really planning on uh, doing the show this long today. Uh, just about my normal, you know, uh, time limit that I would normally do. Uh, but... Um, Yesterday and today, man, you know, uh, a lot of questions has been flying around. Uh, a lot of things came came into fruition or fruition uh, yesterday and today that uh, I think deserves some, some talking. You know, we're going to get into some game four for sure. Going to get into uh, President Trump, uh, T.O., not wanting to uh, attend a, a Hall of Fame uh, ceremony. Uh KD, some news came out about KD yesterday, and then some news came out about um, Kyrie today, so uh, or last night or whenever the news came out. So um, let's just jump right into it, man. Uh, let's just get let's just get straight to it. Game four tonight gonna be at the Q, uh, the Golden State Warriors in Q Quicken Loans Arena uh, in Cleveland. Uh, the Golden State Warriors already have a three zero lead uh, on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, um, I want to go with my heart over my head. I mean, I want to go with my, my yeah, my heart over my head because my heart is telling me that LeBron James is too great. LeBron James is too great of a player at this stage in his career to get swept. Um, I just don't see. Um, I just don't want to believe. I guess I would say because I do believe that he's going to get swept, but in my heart. My head is telling me the Golden State Warriors is smelling blood right now. My my head is telling me that probably regardless of what LeBron do tonight, I think the Golden State Warriors will have an answer for it. Because I believe that they know uh that he's gonna come out aggressive. They know that he has no choice but to to come out and be a dog tonight. Um and um I think that they're gonna do a lot of double teaming, like game two. Uh, I think they're going to trap him a lot coming off those pick and rolls, coming off those screens. Uh, so I think they're going to be trying to get the ball out of, out of his hand a lot this game to try to make the other guys make plays. And that's what I'm more scared of. I'm not really worried about LeBron. I'm not really worried about whether or not I think that he's going to come come to play because let's be honest, I said yesterday he was averaging 36 points a game. He's actually averaging 37.7 points a game on 50-something percent shooting. So basically 38 points a game. So I'm not really worried about whether or not LeBron is going to do. Plus, in elimination games, he he's averaging 34 uh, points in elimination games. So I'm not really worried about what what I think LeBron is going to do because I I know LeBron is going to come out and he's going to score. Uh, he has no choice. He's backed up into a corner, which is one another thing that I hate about LeBron. You know, I was just telling somebody this the other day uh, or earlier today. Uh, the one thing I hate about LeBron, there's two things really that really just bothers me. Uh, and that's, um, one is he, um, he don't, he, he, he don't have that dog. He don't have that. He, he has the dog. Don't get me wrong, but he, he don't have that. I'm going to kill you every single time mentality until his backup is, is against the wall. And that's what I don't like because sometimes that kind of attitude, it gets you where you at now in a three Oh lead. 
you know, because LeBron, we, we it's well documented. He's a pass first guy. He's gonna come out. He's trying to get his teammates involved. Now, me personally, I I kind of like that. I've always said I I like the idea of getting your teammates that LeBron do that early. He gets his teammates involved early. That way, late if he needs to take over, nobody cares that 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 he has the ball because oh man, we we know at any time LeBron is pro- is nine times out of ten more likely going to be able to get us the ball or he's going to give us the ball instead of being a ball hog. So that's a good and a bad thing, you know. And then the other thing is he just lets people off the hook, you know. He, 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 when, when, when he should be smelling blood, he's not smelling blood, which also kind of ties into the other thing I like. But back to the, back to the main point, uh, my heart is telling me that, LeBron can't get swept at this stage in his career. It happened in twenty in two thousand seven against the Spurs. That was against that was against a in in his prime Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Again, with that two thousand seven Cleveland Cavaliers squad, let's just face it. That they wasn't going to win. That, that that series was 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 done from the moment that it was announced the Cavs and the Spurs. But anyways, he cannot get swept. At this point in his career, my head is saying the Golden State Warriors will because they're not going to allow him to just run free. You know, they're not because they seen in game one. LeBron can beat you by himself. You know, let's 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 be real. He can beat you by himself. That's basically what KD did um, on Wednesday night. He snatched the game from the Cleveland Cavaliers when Klay Thompson and Steph Curry both combined for 21 points total. KD just snatched it, and he only had 43 points, but it was the timeliness of those 43 points. It's like every shot was just another dagger, just boom. And it started, you know, in the second quarter, then right before halftime. and came out in the third quarter, and he just started digging it even more. Then in the fourth quarter, he just really, like, shoved it in. And um, I think that they're not going to let LeBron beat them tonight. They're going to make J.R. Smith hit shots. They're going to make Kyle Corver and Jeff Green and George Hill uh, you know, and Rodney Hood, because I'm pretty sure Rodney Hood is going to get a ton of minutes this game because of how he played last game. Uh, and Kevin Love, they're going to make those guys, Tristan Thompson, they're going to make those guys uh, shoot the ball. But I think LeBron has to come out with a mindset of, you're not going to stop me. You cannot stop me. And uh, and I think he has to play a little bit bully ball because that's when he that's when he's at his best. When he's playing bully ball, that's when he's at his best because when he gets in the lane, we know what's happening. A double team is coming. We're going to create wide open shots. And then at that point, it's just up to the to the, to the other guys to hit the shots. We know when LeBron is also playing bully ball, he's more aggressive with his actual jump shooting because now he has a lot of confidence in it. He's pulling up from deep. He's pulling up in transition. He's pulling up as soon as he come off screens. That's the LeBron that we saw in game one. But then in game two and three, he laid off of that. So I, I, I expect to see, you know, game one LeBron tonight. I'm just, my head is telling me he's going to get swept. You know, that's that's what my head is telling me. My heart is telling me he he, he can't. He, he, he can't because he's too great to get swept right now. You know, even with this Warrior team, and I said it the other day, uh, this series should should easily be, be right now 2-1 to one with Cleveland at home for game four with a chance to go up 3-1 to one against this team. Game one was robbed from them in, on so many different levels. You know, let's just go, you know, the, 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 the block charge call. Now, regardless of what you think, you know, the call was a block of charge. It doesn't matter because blocks and charge are so subjective to me. Blocks and charge is basically just up to who you like, really, or what or what you saw at that moment. So I could never, unless it's just clear, obvious, and that one wasn't really obvious. Um, So I'm cool with the call of being a block. If that call would have been made first, and then the rules state that you can't even go to replay unless he's in the restricted area to review that. He was three feet outside the restricted area, which at that point, once they seen that, the the replay was supposed to be dead according to the rule because you can only review plays that was done in the restricted area. That play wasn't even close to the restricted area. So, and then, you know, the the, the strip on KD, that, sh- that, that well, the foul on KD that should have been a strip, clean strip, which it was. And then Looney, uh, Fouls LeBron in the post. It's clear he hit his hand. Uh, 
three 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 bad calls and that was and that was all in the fourth quarter under three three minutes three three to four minutes in 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 that fourth quarter those are huge calls and then we all know the the missed free throw by George Hill and then the blunder by by J.R. Smith so that game should have been won they didn't capitalize plus a little misfortune game two they were kind of in it but I never really thought that the Cavs was gonna win that game. You know, they had a chance to win it, you know, but I I thought, you know, uh in that game, you know, Steph making all the threes, his threes was timely because in that in that game, uh if you remember, every time LeBron would hit a shot, Steph Curry would come right back and answer. He he you know, something would happen. And that was the game. Also, KD was way more efficient that game. He had 26 points just like he did in game one. But in game one, uh, I believe he shot eight of 22 or something like that. Uh, and then, you know, game two, he shot a little bit better. I can't, I don't have the numbers right in front of me off the top of my head. But uh, he shot a way better percentage in game two. Uh, still finished with 26 points, but way more efficient. More daggerish, almost like game three, you know. So, I my, my head want to say... Golden State tonight. So I'm going to pick Golden State tonight only just because I think the role players are not going to be able to hit shots. There's only so much one player can do when it comes to a team. I was talking to to a guy uh, yesterday, you know, on, on Facebook, um, you know, uh, about this. Uh, a, a, a great team is going to be a great player majority of the time. If not, ask Michael Jordan what happened, you know, when when supposedly he didn't have a team. And he didn't. But 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 everybody make excuses for Jordan for for not having a team. He didn't have a team. He was young. You know, the East was so tough. But LeBron doesn't get those passes. LeBron don't get don't get the pass that oh he doesn't have a team. Or the Western Conference is just is is just a way better any team he faces in the West is is a better matchup or a better team than he has in Cleveland. Nobody gives him that fact. N- nobody gives him those kind of passes like they did MJ. You know, I said last week, everything LeBron do is a qualifier. LeBron hit two game winners, and and instead of people talking about how clutch he is or, you know, whatever else, they talking about, well, the game was tied. He didn't have any pressure. Like last I checked, a game winner is a game winner. I didn't know that we that we was quantifying, you know, whether 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 they was up, whether they were you know tied, whether or not they were losing. Because last I checked, you know, MJ hit game winners when they were tied, and nobody said anything about MJ. All I hear is he's the clutchest player ever. You know, no nobody nobody criticized Kobe for hitting a game winner with the score tied. We. We we just talked about Mamba mentality, but with LeBron, he hits a game winner with a score tied in the playoff game. By the way, and we say, yeah, but you know it was done. The score was tied. He didn't have any pressure on him. Like how 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 silly does that sound? Honestly, everything he does, there's a qualifier. Every single thing he does, there's a qualifier, and that's and that's really. You know, the frustrating part when, when talking about LeBron, but that's just the sad reality. Um, and then, you know, the another question that's coming out of Cleveland is, is this going to be LeBron James, LeBron James' last game in Cleveland? Better yet, better question. Is this his last game playing for Cleveland? Not just in Cleveland. Is this his last game playing for Cleveland? I have a little mixed emotions. I was also talking to a guy about this today, uh, I'm I'm more 70-30 as of right now. And 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 I only say 30% just because uh, and 70% him him leaving, 30% him staying. And I say 30% staying because if we do remember the reports came out, um I'm pretty sure Stephen A Smith, you know, ESPN, I'm pretty sure he uh he he said this first that LeBron James is considering going back to Cleveland. He was one of the first people that said it, uh, LeBron James is going back to Cleveland because of his wife. His wife wanted to go home. His wife loves Cleveland. You know, he, he grew up there. She grew up there. Obviously, you know, they, they, they high school sweethearts, you know? Um, so that was home for her, you know? So that was one of the big decisions. And, you know, if, if she can leave South beach, I mean, good Lord, 
South Beach over Cleveland. You know, if she can leave South Beach, I don't see how, you know, going to L.A. is going to make her feel any better because if Cleveland is home and that's why they went and and it's the, if that was one of the main reasons why he went back in the first place, then, you know, I I don't see why, you know, it wouldn't be a big option to stay. Plus, you know, his kids are in school there and it's not easy just uprooting a whole family. You know, he got three kids, you know, um, changing schools, changing, you know, location. Now his, fr- now his kids got to find new friends. And, you know, I mentioned this, you know, the other day about my situation. You know, I was in the military uh, and that was one of my dis- main decisions to uh, on why I got out. Because, you know, my kids, I didn't want my kids having to change schools, you know, every three to four years. Uh, have to find new friends, you know, uh, you know, and I want my, my kids are young, you know, I want, but I want them to play sports and, you know, and get a scholarship to go, you know, to go, go play sports if, if that's what they want to do. Cause you know, I would never push my kids to do anything that they don't want to do. I'm going to put them into sports. And then if they like it, then cool. Like my oldest, she plays soccer. She loves it. She want to run track. She loves that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, uh, it's not easy just, uprooting your whole family just to move you know it ain't it ain't that easy so i i think for that for those reasons i think he 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 for 30 percent he stays in cleveland but the 70 percent is just dealing with the owner dealing with the teammates he's dealing with even Ty Lue, i don't believe Ty Lue to be a good coach uh that's that's just me uh say what you want to say uh but i don't see him being a good coach uh so I think that 70% stays. Now, some of these teams are getting outrageous that, that you know, I hear Golden State. Listen, do I believe LeBron will go to Golden State? No, I do not. I do not believe for one second. Do I believe he's going to entertain it? Yes. Uh, To be honest, I don't know why. It's not like he's going to go. I think he just want to listen because um, that's who he is. But I think Golden State is off the table. I think Philly is off the table, and I'm going to get to Philly later on why I believe that is off the table. Uh, I think besides them being young and don't really have, a, you know, a basketball core, you know, I'm just going to talk about it right now. As a matter of fact, while I'm already here, Jerry Colangelo, we already know the reports, you know, he was being investigated about two weeks ago for uh, opening up a Twitter account and talking, you know, trash about his, Joel Embiid. Markel Fultz, you know, and Ben Simmons. Uh, reports came out yesterday, confirmed that his wife was actually the one that opened up that account. And, you know, um, and, you know, uh, she was the one that was tweeting and doing all that, talking about the players. Now, I'm going to hark back to the Rick Patino situation at Louisville when, you know, Rick Patino said, I had no, no clue what was going on, you know, and I heard everybody on every network talk about, well, you're the head coach. You're supposed to know, you know, you know, uh, as as if, you know, a coach is that connected to their players all the time. We're talking 18, 19 year old kids. Let's let's just be real. Uh, Rick Bettino got a family. He ain't trying to be out all night. That's why you got assistant coaches. That's why you got that's why you got scouts. That's why you got uh, GAs, you know, to, to, to handle all of that, that simple stuff, you know, that the coach really shouldn't have to handle. But guess what? People said it, ha- it happened on his watch. It's his fault. Then he deserves to pay. And I believe the same thing is for uh, the Colangelo. You know, you live with your wife every day. <laughs> You know, whether he knew or not, that's that's irrelevant to me. I don't really care if he knew or not, but you live with her. How do you not know? And how is the and and now how how all of a sudden did these reports just now come out? People just now found this out. The seventy sisters haven't played basketball in, in, in over what in, in about a month. And now all of a sudden reports come out that somebody was tweeting about the players that was supposedly happened all season. That, that that really don't make any sense to me. You know, that really that and that's why I don't believe LeBron is going there. You know, outside of what is Ben Simmons going to do? He can't shoot. Uh, to me, he's an overrated dribbler. Uh he 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 does not handle the ball well uh to be a point guard. You know, he not magic in 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 that respect. Magic was 6'10", right? 6'9". Same as big as Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is 6'10". But he doesn't handle the ball all that well. He's a now he's a great passer. He, he 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 that is what he does well. But he's not a great passer. I mean he's not a great dribbler. 
He can't get his own shot. He's not a good shooter. So what reason will LeBron have to go play in in, in Philly? Joel Embiid, stay hurt. You don't know if he's gonna what he's gonna give you. Markel Fultz is is a bust. And you will still have to play the Golden State Warriors. And you and, and not to mention, now you gotta play healthy Kyrie, healthy Gordon Hayward. <laughs> like, like, you know, and and they took you to seven this year. And I think adding Gordon Hayward is gonna help Kyrie's a ball stopper, so I think they would still be able to beat the seventies the 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 Celtics with Kyrie because Kyrie is so much of a ball stopper. Uh and a ball stopper in a way not to get his teammates involved, but a ball stopper in a way to get himself involved. Like LeBron is also a ball stopper. Chris Paul is also a ball stopper. You know? Steve Nash was that same kind of ball stopper. But these guys got other people involved off them being a ball dominant guy. You know, um so I don't see why 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 he would even honestly why he would even consider Philly unless he just want to change the scenery. Just uh, I mean I just honestly do not see why on earth he would he, he he would even consider Philly. I don't see why he would consider LA. Even with Paul George, I don't see that roster be beating um beating um Golden State Warriors. Now maybe he can turn Lonzo Ball into what he really is. If he does go, you know, uh which is a jump shooter cuz Lonzo Ball is another guy that I said coming out of college, you know, people said I was hating on him and people, you know, but I watched it at UCLA. He's not a guy that can really get his own shot as, you know, mostly time in, in college basketball, a lot of these teams are playing zone, you know? So yeah, he's going to be able to get that funny release shot off in the NBA guys are playing man to man. Now maybe with LeBron, you know, people will be sagging off of him because of LeBron trying to help out in the lane that he, he will have time to get off that shot. He will have time to play make, you know, like he's doing, you know, he, he's a natural playmaker. You know, he, he, he's a natural seer of the court. He pushes the ball every time he get it. You know, he, he's very unselfish, kind of in a LeBron type way uh, about the unselfishness. You know, he'll get the ball off the inbound and, and throw it up the court to, to, to whoever to, to get the break started, get the offense running, to try to catch the defense lagging. So I think LeBron could 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 help Lonzo's game. I think it could help Julius Randle. Uh, I mean, uh, Brandon Ingram. You know, it, it, I, I believe it, it can help all of those guys. Kuzma, but I don't see even with Paul George. I mean, maybe because they got LeBron and Paul George with some nice role 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 players that's still young, and I think that's what LeBron need to play with. Uh, he he needs to play with some younger guys because we all know LeBron don't play defense anymore. He 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 just does not play defense anymore. Uh partly because of what he has to do on offense for this team. You know, a lot of people talk about Michael Jordan. You know, a lot of people talk about Michael Jordan that he was a defender. Uh last I checked, Scottie Pippen was always guarding the best player. Now, uh last I checked, Dennis Rodman was taking on those tough matchups. Why? So Jordan could score on offense. Uh, uh, you know, Pete Jordan. You know, Jordan was what nine time first team all 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 defense. Yeah, that's cool. But Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman was taking on the, those hard matchups. Those guys was taking on the hard matchup. Not to mention, you know, I told a guy this yesterday too. Jordan never had because he he told me about you know LeBron's playing in a soft NBA. You know, uh. Or no seven footers in the lane and this and that, you know, and you know, and, and and I hear that, you know, I hear it all. Fair points, facts. You get no argument from me here on that point. But to counter, Michael Jordan also didn't have to guard seven foot shooters. He didn't have to worry about he didn't have to worry about stretch fours and stretch fives. He didn't have to worry about a KD who's six ten, six eleven who can put the ball on the floor, and he can pull up. Jordan never had to guard players like that. 
let's be real. Even and even the players that 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 Jordan guard wasn't wasn't as athletic as a Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant or you know Russell Westbrook. You know he Paul George, he um Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, a Draymond Green who's six nine who actually can move. You know. Jordan never had to play against those kind of defenders. He's playing against Craig Elo, John Stockton. You know, guys who 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 is his size or shorter. Most of them was 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 shorter than Mike, and Mike was six six, which is in basketball terms, that's not really that tall. You know, six six, that's okay, that's about average height. And he's playing against guys shorter than him. Garrett played Garrett Payton in the finals guarded him with a bad hamstring and was still and was still locking him down. So. Jordan, while Jordan had the, in Jordan era, the big man was really, you know, the focus. They had a lot of big man, you know, when Jordan was playing. Now, those big men has turned into shooters who who can move along the perimeter. The game was so slow paced back in, in Jordan. They, you know, it was much tougher. I give you that. It was definitely much tougher. But the game was so slow paced. Now, guys are getting 100 120-something possessions a game now because they just run it, run it. Jordan never had to deal with that. Let's just be fair. Like, you know, a lot, you know, everybody loved to point out, you know, he Jordan played in a tough NBA. Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. But when you're playing against more skilled people, I don't care how tough you are. <laughs> I don't, listen, listen, Kevin Durant is a shooter. Steph Curry is a shooter. Klay Thompson is a shooter. These guys shoot the basketball. They don't need to go in the paint. <laughs> running around screens. Jordan never guard nobody where, where, where they run around screens the whole time. Jordan never guarded a point guard like MVP Derrick Rose. And I've seen LeBron guard MVP Derrick Rose. He didn't have to guard guys like that. He didn't have to guard guys like Kevin Durant. He didn't have to guard, you know, people like Paul George. He didn't have to guard guys like Kawhi Leonard. Who was bigger than him, or just as big as him? Who 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 is also skilled? <laughs> please stop that! Like, please stop that! You know, which is going to bring me, you know, really to my next point. You know, I was listening to Stephen Jackson. I love Stacks, man. Listen, I, I love him because because he he has kind of my mentality. Like, I'm a dog, and I don't care about you. You know, I'm I'm going to do me regardless. You know, but he he said a little something. You know, they raised the question, uh whether or not LeBron has that dog in him. And, you know, I don't believe LeBron have that dog in him, but for other reasons. He His points was LeBron don't have that dog because I seen Jordan against the Bad Boys Pistons say, I want to guard him. I seen uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, say, I want this person. So I guess we never seen LeBron uh, ask for Derrick Rose, right? You know, point guard, who who's who's what? Four four inches shorter than him, about 45, 50 pounds lighter than him. And we're talking about MVP Derrick Rose. We ain't talking about ACL Derrick Rose. We talking about pre-ACL Derrick Rose, MVP Derrick Rose, which I don't believe he should have won that MVP over LeBron. That's another topic for another day. But we're talking about that 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 um Derrick Rose. We're talking about young Tony Parker who can move. We're talking about young Ginobili that can move. We're talking about Paul George. I've seen him want to go against Paul George. I seen me. I seen in Game One, him wanting to guard Oladipo. When Oladipo was getting off. So, this notion that he doesn't have that dog because he don't want to guard the best player. I seen him wanting to guard KD. Uh. You know, starting off this series, I seen him wanting to guard KD last year in the finals. I seen him when. Uh. A, you know, uh, a couple years ago when Steph got the cooking, I seen him get on Steph. I like, like we see this stuff. So to say he doesn't have that dog because we seen Michael want to guard the best player. No, that's false, man. That's false. <laughs> that is false. Earlier in his career, in Jordan's career, that's what he was doing. Later in his career, he had Pippen and Robbins do the dirty work. And Ron Harper, he had all these guys to do the dirty work. For him, while he can score, just like we seen LeBron ask for the best player on the other team, I'm gonna guard him. We seen this, so to say that's that's the reason why he doesn't have the dog in him. That that's that's ridiculous, and that's just honestly that's just stupidity. 
You know, that like that's just wanting to say something. If you want to say he doesn't have the dog because he doesn't have that killer mentality, I'm with you on that. I I yell at I yell and scream at the TV all the time because I want him to LeBron just take him. He 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 can't guard you. He's already backing up because he's scared of you. So if you want to say he doesn't have the dog because he he doesn't have that killer mentality, you know, he ain't trying to score 60 every night. Listen, you get no argument from me cuz I'm one of his biggest critics on that topic. But to say He's not the dog because we've seen Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant ask for the tough matchups as if we haven't seen LeBron do the same thing. <laughs> let's, let's, let, like, oh my, like, let's, let's cut that. I've seen him get on, 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 on Russell Westbrook when he's cooking. I've seen him get on Chris Paul when he's cooking. Like, 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 we, like, this stuff is, is, is out there for the general public. Now, it, 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 it's, it's videos and, and social media everywhere. Like, like, so just because he didn't do it one game, now, I was on him hard because at that point in the game, you needed to win. I wanted to see him switch on KD. But is that the reason why I'm going to say he don't have the dog in him? Get out of here. Like, get out of here with that, with that nonsense. Like, literally, with that's clearly nonsense. Like, Nonsense. Moving right along, man. Uh, you know, uh, reports came out that you know a Cavs vet said that they would be up three three zero right now if they had Kyrie. Now, I've already laid out. You know, I I feel that they would be two one right now. You know, even without Kyrie, I believe they they'll be up two to one. Now, if I'm not mistaken. You know, because I'm not the smartest guy. You know, sometimes I, I make blunders and, you know, I don't study maybe as hard sometimes. Some of my knowledge just comes straight off the top because I, I just remember so much stuff. Um, last I checked, though, you know, last year in the 2016-2017 NBA Finals, I'm pretty sure this Golden State Warrior team... Played the Cleveland Cavaliers with Kyrie Irving. I could be wrong, you know. I'm not the smartest guy, you know. Uh, but I'm pretty sure last year they played them with Kyrie. Pretty sure they had Kyrie, and uh, they were down three zero. They were a different kind of three zero, down, the same way they are now. So to say that with Kyrie they'll be up three zero, I'm not so sure. I'll definitely give them the two games for sure. Like, like definitely the 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 game one and last night for sure. I believe they win those if they have Kyrie. Uh, just because that gives LeBron another scoring option, and he probably can play more defense because now he don't have to worry about about shouldering all of the offensive load. You know, uh, just like I said the other day, uh, you know, KD. KD went to the Warriors and that and and I bet that gave Steph a huge relief. You know, that gave him a huge relief. But to say that they would be up 3-0 with Kyrie when they had Kyrie last year and they were down 3-0. Let me just run this down to you cuz I actually did, you know, uh write this down, take some notes. Uh game 1 last year. You know, uh they lost that game 113 to 91. 113 to 91. Pretty sure that's like a 22-23 point lead. 22 point lead. Uh, I mean, 22 point loss. Okay. Uh, LeBron had 28. Kyrie had 24. Game two. They lost 132 to 113. 132 to 113. Pretty sure that's 19 points. Um, LeBron had 29. Kyrie had 19. Game three. They lost 118-113. Six-point loss. LeBron had 39. Kyrie had 38. Game four, they won. 137-116. LeBron had 31. Kyrie had 40. Game five. 129-120. Nine-point lead. I mean, nine-point loss. LeBron had 41. Kyrie had 26. So, uh... Nothing about what I just read off to you guys tell me that they would be up 3-0 just because they had Kyrie. And it goes back to the other point that I made earlier. 
that Kyrie is so much of a ball stopper that that's what you kind of get with him. You know, you live with the good because he is crazy good. To me, I think Kyrie Irving is, probably, is the best point guard in the NBA. You know, when he's healthy, he gets hurt so much. But I but I believe when healthy, you know, Kyrie Irving is the best point guard in this league. Uh, Because him and Curry kind of cancel each other out. Neither one of them play defense, and, and, and all Curry do is shoot the ball. So I would take the guy who... who I, f- I think there's pretty much a consensus Kyrie has the best handles. Uh, his mid-range game is better than Steph's. And his threes, it's not as bad. So I take Kyrie. But the notion that they would just be three, that they would be up 3-0 on this team, like they didn't play this same team last year, uh, is a is a joke. <laughs> like that's that's a joke to say that this team will be getting, will be on the verge of getting swept right now. The the Golden State Warriors, this team will be on the verge of getting swept. That's ridiculous. 2-1 on the verge of going down 3-1, very possible. Uh 2-1, I mean 3-0? No, that's 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 just ridiculous. Staying with Kyrie, man. Um, you know, the reports come out that, that the Celtics are actually scared, you know, and you know, scared that Kyrie may leave. And the destination is for the Knicks. Now I've said this a long time ago. Uh, I said this back when uh, LeBron first got to Cleveland. That Kyrie Irving is not a guy that can lead a team. He 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 he's not that type of guy. He's not the type of guy that's gonna lead you to the promised land. You know, we seen it in Cleveland the first time. He didn't have any help, but he didn't even make the playoffs. In the Eastern Conference. Couldn't even make the playoffs. I don't care how bad your team is. There's there's worse teams out there that's that's at least getting to the playoffs. There's teams in the Eastern Conference now that, that makes the playoffs with under a 500 record. So you mean to tell me that you can't get your team to the playoffs? I don't care who you had on the roster. You can't get your team to the playoffs? At least one out of four years that you was there by yourself? He's never been that type of player. He's a great player. Like I said, best point guard in the league. He's not a guy that's going to get you to the promised land. Look at what happened this year. His team makes it all the way to the conference finals and was literally minutes away and tear, uh, 10 bad Terry Rozier shots away from going to the NBA finals without him. Without him. <laughs> Let that sink in. When they got to the playoffs, actually Kyrie was missing before the playoffs. But you get to the playoffs because that's when it really matters, and your team can make it. And your team can make it all the way to the conference finals, and rival LeBron James, and almost make the the, the NBA finals without you. How valuable are you to that team? You're not. And you know, during the playoffs, you know, a lot of speculation was going on whether or not he, you know, whether or not he felt that he was um appreciated because you know Terry Rozier has started to come alive. You know, um. Also, with that being said, uh, he, he he wasn't at that game seven in Boston, you know, and I'm pretty sure he was there for the rest of those games. So Kyrie Irving is not the guy that's going to get you to the promised land, but he's a good piece. Now, apparently he left Cleveland because he wanted to be the man. Uh, LeBron was too dominant of a force to play with, and I can get that. Everybody uh, says that. Chris Bosh has mentioned it like, you know, you take a step back when playing with LeBron. And and it's obvious because LeBron dominates the ball. And for a guy like Kyrie Irving who wants the ball in his hand, I, you know, I can kind of understand it. I, would I have done that? No, because when I got a chance to be, you know, um, a key piece on the championship team, I'm going to do that. And it's not like Kyrie Irving wasn't getting his 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 his, his credit. Because no one was blaming you for the losses, but everybody was giving you much credit when y'all won the NBA Finals. A lot of people were saying if it wasn't for Kyrie, LeBron wouldn't even have a ring, which that's a silly notion. Had that conversation with a guy yesterday. That's the that's the craziest notion ever, that if Ray Allen and Kyrie Irving wouldn't hit those shots, you know, LeBron would be 1-7 right now, going to be 1-8. And that's just ridiculous to think that when your when when your teammates hit shots, they saved you. 
Like, they're not getting paid to hit those shots. Like, Ray Allen wasn't on that roster getting paid. Not to mention, you know, he hit three points. That's that. Those are his only three points. And, you know, from all of the Le- LeBron critics, from what they saying about game one is, you got to suck that up, LeBron. You know, you know, you got to pat J.R. Smith on the back. You got to tell him it's going to be okay. And, and, and you know, because you still got five minutes to, to, to win the game. And, and, you know, you didn't do it. So what about those five minutes in overtime after Ray Allen hit that shot? Because I'm pretty sure um, that Spurs series, that game that went to, that, that was game six, I'm pretty sure that game went to overtime. What happened in, in overtime? What did Ray Allen do in overtime? Okay, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they won that game and had nothing to do with Ray Allen in overtime since y'all telling me, you got to do it, LeBron, in overtime. Overtime, that was your time. Well, guess what? In overtime, he did it. And he gets no credit for it because Ray Allen hit the shot. That's ridiculous, you know. Um, same as Kyrie, you know. Kyrie hit the shot. Kyrie hit the shot um, over Steph Curry in the fourth quarter of that game. Uh, he hit the shot over Steph Curry. And, you know, not... Not only do we, you know, they say that he saved LeBron's legacy, you know, with that shot. Um, but I, I, I'm just confused on, you know, people forget about the other 11, 11 and a half minutes of that game. You know, um, people forget that LeBron in that very same fourth quarter had 11 points. People forget in that fourth quarter, Kyrie Irving only had three points. He had three points. LeBron had the first 11 of that quarter. He was the only one doing anything before they went on that two minute. Both teams went on that cold stretch for like two minutes. Do people forget that LeBron had 11? Do do people forget that LeBron had already hit two step back threes? Over um, who was the, the 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 center at that time? I I cannot remember the, the the guy that was guarding him at the time. The center that 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 they had. Uh, do people not forget that he? Oh, over um, what's the guy's name? He's the um, he only got like one name. I cannot remember him right now. Azili Festus Azili. Do people not forget that LeBron hit two step back threes over over Festus Azili? Do people forget that he had already? Had a layup, and, and this was all before Kyrie hit the shot. Nobody, nobody mentioned, you know, that he was the only reason why they were even in the game to begin with for Kyrie to even hit that shot. But people say Kyrie saved his legacy. Kyrie, I'm pretty sure Kyrie is a player on that team. That's what he's supposed to do. Nobody ever, ever said somebody saved Jordan just because they just because they hit a shot. I seen current packs and hit game winners. Everybody talk about how brilliant Michael Jordan was. Nobody ever talks about the big shots Steve Kerr hit. Nobody ever talk about the big shots Paxson hit. No, 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 nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about the great defense Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman played. No, nobody even mentioned other guys when speaking of Michael Jordan. It's only how great Michael Jordan is and how much better he made everybody on his team. But with LeBron, when guys hit shots, they saved his, they, they saved his legacy. Please stop with this nonsense. Lord Hammer, please stop with this nonsense. That goes back to the qualifier conversation that I was talking about earlier. Everything is a qualifier with LeBron. He he can't do anything. <laughs> cause 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 Michael scored every single point of every single game. He made every single game winner. Despite the fact that LeBron is has a better career in clutch game moments than Michael Jordan. Forget that fact because we we so stuck on 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, you know, 2011. We so stuck. We so stuck in those years when 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 he wasn't getting it done to now that we just think Kobe and Jordan was just so clutch and by the numbers they wasn't. The only difference is they were just more willing to take the shot. They're not more clutch. Their mental psyche was better to just, I'm just going to take the shot regardless. If I miss it, I miss it. If I don't, I don't. 
And people take that as LeBron not being clutch. With a better clutch moment or clutch minute, his 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 field goal percentage is better. So that doesn't you know it, it's 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 confusing to me, you know. And people say, well, LeBron gets all the credit when they win, and then he don't want to get the it's his teammates' fault when he loses. No, he doesn't get all the credit when he when he wins because because y'all done took two titles away from him already because because he Ray Allen and Kyrie hit the clutch shot and saved his career. So how is he getting all the credit? He should get the credit when they win. <laughs> Didn't Michael get it? Didn't Shaq get it? Didn't Kobe get it? Wasn't this wasn't it their teammates' fault when they lost? Because they were so great. But it can't be LeBron's teammates' fault, right? That man, that's that's crazy nonsense. Back to the game tonight. My heart, my head is gonna tell me that they're gonna get swept. So I'm gonna say that Cleveland loses this game. I think it's gonna be a close window. They're gonna put up a good fight. I think the score is gonna be 105 98. Uh, don't seem all that close, but I'm talking about as far as what it looks like in the game. 105-98, I think Cleveland win this. Uh, I think Golden State win this game in four to complete the sweep. My heart is going to be broken for LeBron, but I think that's what's going to happen. And then, you know, in the offseason, we talked about LeBron free agency. Yesterday, KD comes out. And, uh, well, there's reports to come out that say KD saying that he, he wants to stay in Golden State. And honestly, why wouldn't he, you know? Unless now he just want to do the LeBron thing and I got my rings. Now let me go somewhere else oh, so I can kind of further cement my legacy. Because I know he knows people people aren't really counting these championships for him because of the team that, that he joined. So uh, if I'm him, though, I stay. I just get my rings. You're already there now. You're already, you already did that, you know, um, in, in in a way, it'll be kind of similar to LeBron, but different being that LeBron was already playing for Cleveland, being that that's, you know, the hometown team. He was going back, you know. Uh, if I'm KD, just stay. Why not? People going to talk regardless, right? You might as well stay and get your rings. They can't argue with it, regardless of what, you know, people say like, well, and I'm one included. Like, come on, guy. You you joined the 73-9 and team with another MVP, two-time MVP, unanimous MVP and two other all-stars, you know, I mean, what else you, you know, so you might as well stay now, you know, finals MVP. I think he, I think he's a lot to win finals MVP, especially I believe he's going to, he's going to be the deciding factor in this game. Uh, I think he's going to be the reason why they win. A lot of people, you know, I think Steph did have it in the bag after game two, only just because KD had a very off shooting night um, in game two. And that's just happened to be the night Curry hit nine threes to set the record in the finals. But I've said this over time. Steph Curry is not a clutch player. And as crazy as that sound, for a guy to be one of the best shooters, if not, rec- he's recognized as the greatest shooter to ever play basketball in the NBA. Why? Does he have so many unclutched moments in the finals? 11-point game in the finals? One for 10 from three? Three of 16 shooting? And your team win the game? How are you the best player? How are you the best player on your team when you don't even have to score more than 10 points and y'all can still win that game by eight points? How how can you be considered the best player? Nobody, nobody really... Even, even that first series against Cleveland in 2015... Uh, these guys were only the favorite because there were no Kyrie and no Kevin Love, you know. Because I think if even if Kyrie, even if Kevin Love is there in 2015, I believe they lose that series. If LeBron just had one other scoring option outside of Della Vadova, let's let's be real, Matthew Della Vadova, where is that guy at now? My point. So, I think if he even just had Kevin Love in that series, they win the 2015 Finals. I think, and then, you know, they come back and win the 2016 finals. And then the Golden State Warriors add Kevin Durant after he blows his own 3-1 lead. 
he joins he joins this team. And Steph Curry is still not the most valued player. You think about this. In the very first NBA Finals, they won, 2015. This guy on the winning team, who, who was the MVP of the regular season, who was supposed to be at that time, everybody was saying he was better than LeBron just because they was all in the hype. They was drinking the Kool-Aid, being in the moment. It's like every year somebody's better than LeBron just because they have a good run. And then come the end of the season, they're not no more. And now it's LeBron again. People just be in the moment. And think about it this, though. 2015, they win the NBA Finals. And you do not even get one single Finals MVP vote. What does that tell you about, about Steph Curry? You win the NBA Finals. You're the regular season MVP. They looking to give you the finals MVP. One, just because you're 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 the best player on the team. That's normally how it works. To just give it to the best player on the team. Normally because the best player on the team, you want to be the one to show out. But you do not get one single finals MVP vote? How can you be the best? How can you be the best? 2016, you lose. You didn't have a great finals. Every In every playoff run, when you have a bad game, he's always hurt. And I wish you guys could see my air quotes when I say hurt. But he'll come out and have a 30-point game, and he's all healed. And he's the greatest player. He's the greatest shooter ever. And then he'll have a bad game, and then people, well, Steph Curry just didn't look right to me. You know, he looks a little, he, he, you know, I don't know if it's the knee or I don't know if it's the ankle. It's always something with this guy. Uh, can we just admit that he may not be as clutch of a player as we think he is, or as good as, or as good as a player as we think he is? Because I've always said he doesn't use his left, uh, left enough to be as skilled as he is, and he doesn't shoot enough mid range. All he does is shoot three. He live and die by the three. Whenever he's not shooting threes, he he doesn't have a good game. Clay Clay can have an off night shooting threes, but Clay got a a decent mid range game. You know, around that free throw line, uh, right below the free throw line, where he can kind of get himself going. Steph, he live and die by the three. So, to me, I think KD is going to be the Finals MVP. I think KD is the best player on this team. I think KD is the most valuable player on on this team. And I don't even think Steph is the second best, or he's the second best player on the team. I don't think he's the second most valuable player on this team. I think if Steph go down, they can still win. They can still win win this series. Um, they can still win. Like they'll still have a chance to win. I think if Clay or KD go down, or even Draymond to that degree, I think it's done. So I think KD wins the Finals MVP, and we're just gonna move uh right along to To man. Listen, To decided he he's not gonna go to the Hall of Fame ceremony. Uh, and my initial thoughts is I probably wouldn't either. Uh, my initial thoughts, just me being who I am. Uh, I believe they kept T.O. out for unfair reasons. I mean, this guy, I mean, his stats, he was second and third, you know, in receiving touchdowns, receptions, all of that stuff. He was either second, third, you know, or fourth. He was second or third by the time he retired. Of course, now, you know, those records are going to get broken. But at the time of his retirement, you know, he was the second or third best receiver. So, I, I kind of understand his frustrations for not wanting to um to attend the uh the 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 the, the you know the Hall of Fame ceremony because at, at this point you know this is how I think he's looking at it this is my opinion I think he's looking at it from the standpoint of listen man um I don't I'm already a Hall of Famer regardless of he and he probably already felt this and a lot of other people did I'm already a Hall of Famer regardless of what you guys think about me. And I don't need to come come there to get no speech to a bunch of fake and phony people. That's me. I, that's that's my attitude. You don't have to be fake and phony with me. That's cool. You voted me in. You you really had no choice. Well, you did have a choice, but you really didn't have a choice. Uh, but I don't I, I don't need to come play play fake phony with y'all. I just don't. So. I like that idea because I don't want him to get up there and do the Jordan for his Hall of Fame speech where instead of thanking people, you're like going off on people. They said I couldn't do this and they said I mean like like that's bitter. And and in that moment, you're supposed to be uh happy. That's supposed to be a good moment. That's supposed to be a joyous moment. And if you're not going to be able to enjoy that moment, then you know, don't go. I don't I, I don't really have a problem with him not going. 
that's that's his decision whether or not he he want he don't want to go. He's already a Hall of Famer. They can't take that from him. So T.O. don't go. I feel you, bro. I salute. Moving moving back to the NBA, but not back to the NBA. Uh, President Donald Trump's uh told told a reporter he's not going to invite the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Golden State Warriors to the to the uh, White House if they win the NBA championship. And I'm with him on this. See, and a lot of people. A lot of people want to play fake mad because it's Donald Trump. That's the only reason why. You know, he's supposed to act this way. And, you know, he's the president. And I get that. You know, as the president, you are supposed to move a little bit different. You know, and and I would eat, I would be on most of these people's side if, if you know, uh, he responded to LeBron last year when LeBron called him an idiot. You know, as far as, you know, personal assaults because listen you're better than that you're the president listen shake that off who cares but when LeBron James went into the press conference the other day he said neither one of the teams is going to go to the White House regardless if they win Steph Curry came on the podium he reiterated that so why is it a bad thing that the president said listen all right cool y'all ain't gonna come y'all not invited that make that literally makes no sense to me why you're mad at a guy for not for not not going to invite a team when both teams already said they're not gonna come because they don't like you, and somehow that's his fault. Like that that that's that it, it, that it it irritates me and it irks my nerves that that people are that crazy or or that you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's like you already said you're not gonna go. And he said, okay, fine. Well, you, you're not going to get invited. And now everybody want to play fake mad. We laughed at the comments when LeBron said they're not going to go. We applauded the fact that Steph reiterated, yeah, we're not going to go. We like that because we don't like who they were talking about. But see, when that person fires back, oh, now they're the bad guy, right? And now they're supposed to be the bigger per- person, right? Because he's the president. He's a person too, right? He's a person. He's not a clone. He's not a... He's he's not a robot. He don't have people telling him, you know... Yeah, you you know... uh, This is how you're going to react when this happens. Because nobody's telling you how to react. And nobody's telling you how to feel. About whatever, whatever you... You want to be fake mad about. Nobody, nobody, nobody is, 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 is doing that to you. So we love the fact that LeBron and Steph can, can come out and call him an idiot. We love the fact that, you know, they can come out and say, well, we're not going to go to the White House regardless of whether, you know, of, of whichever team wins. That's cool. That's cool. We can write our stories about that. You know, we can, we can debate and, you know, we can love, we can love that they say that. But then when the president fires back and say, well, that's cool. Y'all ain't going to be invited anyways. That's cool. Y'all don't have to come to the White House. Now we got a problem with it. Instead of putting your personal feelings aside and realizing, listen, he's right. President Trump is right. You may not like him. I don't like him. But right is right. And I'm a realist. These guys literally said they're not going to the White House if they win. And we have a problem with the president saying, okay, cool, checkmate. Y'all ain't gonna be invited. How can we how can we be mad about that? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Beg them to come to the White House? Oh no guys, I'm sorry. Please, please, please come. Is is that what he's supposed to do? It's already bad enough he gotta run that he have to run the country. You know? And now you want him to be worrying about some basketball players not wanting to come to the White House? That's 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 a silly way of thinking, and that's that's a childish way of thinking. You know, the fact that, oh, I can hit you, but if you hit me back, oh my god. Yo, how dare you? How how dare you hit me back even though I hit you first? Cuz because because that's what we're doing. 
That's what we're doing to them. We're saying, listen, President Trump, they can say they're not going to go, but it's still your job to invite them. Why? Would you? If somebody just, before you even ask, if somebody came to your house and said, listen, I'm not even going to go your, to your house, you're going to say, okay, cool. You ain't going to beg them. So why should he? I, I just don't get it. We always want to play fake tough that's, or fake mad. This, this, this is the generation that, that we want to play fake mad. I just don't get it. But that's going to be it for today's show, guys. Make sure you catch me uh Monday, starting back Monday. Make sure you guys enjoy y'all weekend. Uh, we, we're right back here every single weekday, Monday through Friday. Make sure y'all come, come check me out. Have a good weekend.